Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Better Than Money. This is going to be an interesting episode. We are with, what was your name again? Bitcoin Sandwich? Allegedly. I didn't realize that the name of what the name of your podcast was. Better Than Money? Better Than Money Podcast, yeah. Alright. Well, formerly we had a podcast that was better than better than money called Bitcoin Sandwich. Ooh, I like that. Better that's, than better than money. That's a strong statement. That is a strong statement. <laughs> it was right. short-lived, though. That's all right. Uh, I'll take strong we, statements. We went another direction. As long as you back it up with something. I don't think James backs it up, though. Do you back it up, James? Crypto muscle? <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, interesting episode today. Uh, these guys are friends of mine. And we are going to be talking about... Uh, just catching up with the times. These uh, gentlemen have been around crypto for a minute. Some, well, one of you has invested with me uh, in several things, and the other one has made a bet and made more money than anybody else I know in Bitcoin without spending any money on Bitcoin. So it's a pretty good bet. Play pretty good bet. Yeah, the bet's bought a couple TVs. It's kept me engaged, I'll say that. That's been the most positive aspect. It's been okay. a fun ride. Uh, but yeah, we'll cover some news topics. Uh, we'll cover some investment stuff. Uh, just thoughts on the market. Thoughts from people that actually have seen this shit from back in the day when it was 20 bucks. Have you bought any Petro, John? Hell no. Why not? Uh, apart from the fact that you're supporting a narco-communistic regime... You know, that oppresses its people and makes people hungry. Uh, I uh, I have a competitive. Uh, how do you call that? I don't know. It's also it's also probably illegal. You're you're not pro Maduro. I'm not pro Maduro. All right. Man, nobody likes dying babies and starving people. It's yeah, that's sad. It's pretty much negatory. It is. How can Bitcoin help. Well, How can <laughs> Bitcoin help? Um, I think Bitcoin's gotten away from that. I think when crypto first started and Bitcoin first started, it was about helping the disenfranchised and the third world and the forgotten and the uh, the unbanked. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's definitely where... Uh, now it's just about hodling and Lamborghinis and somehow everybody Lambos? just gets rich. Lambos? Oh, what do you know about Lambos? Pump and dump schemes. No, I don't actually know anybody that made that much money on Bitcoin. Really? I which one of my friends had, had made enough, made Lambo money on Bitcoin. Oh, nobody's made Lambo money. Um, well, I made Lambo money and then I lost all my Lambo money with my laptop, so does that count? I, no? I still think you stole that from the episode of... Uh, uh, what's it? Jackass? No. Uh, I did feel Big like Bang a jackass. Theory. It was an episode of Big Bang Theory, dude. Where they, Big Bang Theory? No, they had, I've like, never seen this, that show. They had all this They had all this Bitcoin, but they lost it on a laptop. And then, like, I watched that episode. Next day, you're telling me the same exact story. So Really? Know. No. Not the next day, because I was in... I was in... Where was that? San Diego? No, no, no. I was um, uh, San Francisco. Wrecked Lambo. Wrecked the Lambo. It just went right off the track, right? That's right. You've off done that track. a couple times, haven't you? It's Wrecked the Lambo? No, a Camry, in the but not a Lambo. 
Like, you have to decelerate into the turns and accelerate once out of the turn. Ah, that's how it works. Okay. Same with maybe crypto investing, too, though. Uh, turn, uh, I don't know about that. It's been lots of turns. Lots of turns, that's for sure. Um, all right, let's see. So, um, let's take a quick look at the market. Uh, we normally do this. We run through the market real quick. So, uh, we are at $9,568 right now. Market cap is at $421 billion. 24-hour volume at 17 Point nine billion. BTC is claiming its market dominance back up. It's up from I think the last time we did an episode is in the thirty-three range. It's up to thirty-eight point four percent now. So it's been um, in a time of alt. It's been Bitcoin time. Yeah. Well, everything's falling. So everybody's yeah, getting murdered. Kind of rises and falls with Bitcoin. I've noticed that. I'm not a genius or anything, but. Well, those numbers are kind of misleading, too, because it's not that there are mechanisms in the market to, it's not that much fluid money in it. I mean, with things like masternodes and... You can see the circulating supply, though. Yeah, but the circulating supply is how much of that market cap? 1%? Uh, actually, that's called the velocity. Yeah. Uh, and the velocity on some of these is roughly 1%. Or what would the velocity be on... Velocity of the US dollar? I don't know. It's got to be a lot bigger. Yeah. It's a good question for my uh, economist. Which one? The VOL? No, it's the velocity of velocity of the US dollar is the circulating supply divided by the market cap. Uh, dude, I tell you what. Um, I think that's what you're talking right? about. The speed at which the money, money's moving? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyways, uh, I want to know from you guys because, uh, I haven't asked you this. So what is your favorite crypto? Oh, I'm looking at mine right now. Um, although I am not a expert at all. Like I have fun and play with $10 of this, or $10 of that here or there on the exchanges, but I like Electronium. Okay, okay. Yeah, so where is, let's see where Electronium is at today. We've got, it's right around seven cents. Okay, its market cap is 439 million. So just under 500 million at seven cents. Not too bad. Not too bad. Yeah. What about you, James? What do you like? I'm a stellar man. You're a stellar man. So. Stellar Cardano is probably my two favorites. So, Stellar. What do, you, what do you guys look at when you evaluate these? Yeah, I was going to ask you, why Stellar, why Cardano? Why for you, though? I mean, I know why you are taking Electronium, because that's the only thing you have money in. No, I've got a few coins. Oh, really? I'm looking at it right now, yeah. Wow, okay, got, that's news. Well, I have, like, five. You have five. Four, All right, two, let me run down my coins. Four. I have four. four you have four, okay. Plus Bitcoin. Okay, okay. But um, I was noticing Ethereum uh, may have gained value comparatively to Bitcoin during the late latest ups and downs. So they're saying maybe it was weathering it better, but I, I still think everything's basically tied back to the Bitcoin and rise and fall like it, it so rise do you, and falls do you, I have a I have no a, Ethereum was higher because it was almost yeah, it was ten a lot to higher. one. 
yeah. just even recently, and now it's below that. That's well, pretty interesting because I, I I like that difference between the coins. You know, like it, it's does at what rate does one go up or down based on when Bitcoin goes up or down? Yeah. Oh, actually, there's there's correlations now for that. So oh, I've got a bunch of that information uh, that I've been researching lately, and it's really interesting. I mean, uh, I was looking here. There's a really uh, there's a really cool um, website. Let me transition over here to so what was my it screen. About Stellar? Is it good? Got some good press. It's fast. Just using their wallet. Yeah. Uh, the Cardano. There's a guy named Charles Hoskinson. Hoskinson. So you like it to, for its actual functional purpose, yes. not just as a money-making Yeah, I really like uh, Monero All right. because of it's a privacy coin, but how they do their privacy coin, I can barely understand when someone else explains it. Not nearly well enough to explain it to you, yeah, well, but then it truly is anonymous. Okay. And So they're the most distributed. That's yes. their goal, is to be the most distributed of all of the blockchains. Okay. And that's a very important thing. And that's one of the biggest advantages that Bitcoin has, is that it's so well distributed as well. Yeah. That it's very hard to... I mean, except for you cape those, you know, a million coins that um, Satoshi Nakamoto or Elon Musk or whoever has it. The U.S. government has billions of dollars worth of crypto right now from drug seizures. Yeah. Um... They could dump it or at any minute. Yes, they could. But I think that people look at crypto from like a minute-to-minute -minute basis, maybe at an hour-to-hour -hour basis. Yeah. It's very difficult to think in terms of years. Yeah, I mean, uh, my my investment strategy has definitely switched over over the last few months. I, I started looking really at five and 15 minute charts and now I'm, I'm looking to get back into that but only with a bot I mean when I'm actually making trades and I'm actually doing a, a long-term analysis my trades are gosh weeks apart I mean and that's really you, you really need to look at it from like almost a day to week to month perspective and if you look at it on a weekly perspective it's actually pretty easy to to see where you are in the market and the ups and the downs Man, yeah. I, I look way longer term than that. Like, I just buy things I think are interesting and then just leave them alone. Yeah. I mean, that's the goal, but you want to enter in a good position. I mean, that's at first I was just doing that, and now I'm, like, learning that what I can do is I can time the market entry into where I get the most out of my dollar. Even though I'm going to be putting in one, yeah. I might as well just time it to where it's, it's on a hard downhill. Like, right yeah. now. Sure, totally. Right now, it's a, it, the, the market's been... You know, generally on a downtrend on the down channel, uh, bouncing up and down, yeah. and so the the goal the goal on that is just don't get caught buying at the very top of the channel and then have it crash down and then, you know, if you're holding bags for a while. If you're going to trade, if you're going to hold it for a while, just make your money count for more. I mean, that's it. Yeah. Buy low, sell high. But again, if you're thinking of a three to five year plan. Yeah, that doesn't I mean, really matter. No, I mean it. it I mean it really it does. Don't want it, it, it can it, right now. It can. It can we're right talking now. about like okay, you're getting twenty percent more coin for your dollar based on your entry. hundred percent more right now in some cases. I mean, so if you would have bought, if you would have, if you would have bought uh, Bitcoin at the high, you're at fifty percent right now, nearly fifty yeah, percent. That's no. I'm just waiting for one of these little altcoins to pop. Like 
I bought one at two cents, right? And it's gone up to eight cents. And yeah. it's just been riding there. And I'm just waiting for it to go, come on, give me $10, baby. <laughs> like, just give me $10. So, but that's about the depth to which I look at it. I, yeah. I mean, it's kind of like I've got a horse at a racetrack, and that's about it. Like, I just I buy my ticket and then just hold it standing in the stands. And I'm oh, like, my God. <laughs> Well, that's why they say, you know, when a bubble's about to burst is when your taxi driver's giving you stock picks. That's right. When everybody's talking about it. I was at the casino a few weeks ago, and the dealer was telling me about how he just bought some Tron that morning. Mm -hmm. Oh, Oh, my God. Hey, I I understand we're getting Tron for doing this podcast. Yeah, that was the discussion. We're getting, getting paid in Tron. Oh, Tron. Oh, my God. Yeah. I know nothing about Tron. I mean, it's kind of... Uh, like, it's it's, just busted. it's like, all over the place. I think it's done, right? I don't know. I read some article. Maybe it was one of the schemes that somebody ran off with the money. No, no. It's no. it's a legit no. one. Uh, I mean, let's see. Tron is number 15. $2.6 market cap right now. Ain't going nowhere. Uh, I mean, there are many coins that have been that market cap, that position, that have gone somewhere. Oh, you mean disconnect? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That poor guy was, he wasn't even part of the company. No, of course not. But he's, he's just, he probably gets hate everywhere he goes. Well, everywhere he goes, man. That's the end of his life is he will never hear anything but disconnect. Oh, man, the scams in this world. So, talking about scams. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, that's a that's going to be the downfall of of the next, you know, like, market crash. It's going to be, that's going to be the thing that sets off the, the dominoes is you're going to have some major realization of some, of, of some scam that's actually going to hit the news that the news cycle is going to pick it up, eat it alive, and we're going to go into a big down, downward spiral. Um, and it's just a ticking time bomb because we have Tether. As long as Tether's out there, uh, I mean, there's a cloud over crypto. I don't understand how they're keeping... I mean, I look at their volume as like $3 billion a day when their market cap is like $2.2 billion. Yeah, $2.2 billion right now. And they're what is, sitting at, uh, let's see, circulating supply is $2.3 billion. So that's what they was traded today. That was doesn't 2. even make 2. sense. So now they, I've seen it where it's the trading is over three billion for the day. Yeah, so. I mean that just doesn't make sense. Like, how do you trade more than what's available there? I mean, I mean that's a velocity of like the money's turning every yeah, day. Every day, it's just so from one percent up to a hundred percent. Yeah, you look at their you look at their cryptocurrency market chart, and and it's just it's nonsensical. I mean, that's the only way I can describe it. Is it traded on other exchanges? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So right now, let's see, markets, uh, OK, EX, Binance, Huboy. But when... BTC, Poloniex, Bittrex. When Bitcoin is crashing and people are buying Tether, let's say... The supply is changing. And so you got to understand this. So so, uh, you might remember this. You remember the old Omni blockchain? Color coins? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, color coins. Do you remember color coins? Yeah, I mean, I remember y'all talking about them. Okay, so color coins was this thing where they were going to be writing. First, it was going to be on top of the blockchain. Um, and then on top of the Bitcoin blockchain. And then yeah. they made up their own blockchain, which they called the Omni chain. And uh, so the majority of Tether 
resides on Avni. As a matter of fact, it, it could be known as the blockchain of Tether. Okay? Because there's other coins on there, but they're, they're like 90% of the volume. Uh, 95% of the volume. It's ridiculous. But anyways, what I didn't realize is that now they've also got a certain amount of Tether that's in uh, uh, Ethereum tokens. So, like, they can just make up whatever they want, whenever they want. But who's holding this tether? Uh, exchanges. So the, the biggest, the biggest um, wallets are exchanges, and it's got the craziest distribution of wealth of all the cryptos. It's like something like half a percent is is owned by like ten people. I mean, sorry, uh, uh, no, half a percent is owned by everybody else. Ten people own like, you know, ninety nine point five, some ridiculous number. Uh, actually, let's pull that up. They do that research. I want to actually just try. So, are people not using Tether, or are people using it? No, people are using it, but they're using it to trade. They're using it to stay out of. Um, let's say, for example, right now the market is going down, right? And I don't want to sit holding bags. I don't want to hold. Bitcoin, or I don't want to hold anything that's crashing, but I want to be liquid so that I can go right back in. I would put all my money in Tether and just sit there on the exchange in Tether because it's going to be pegged to the dollar, so it's not moving. Um, there's other cryptocurrencies that are pegs, like BitShares has its version, Steemit has its version, but Tether itself um, is kind of its own little animal. Um, Tether has two point two billion USDT tokens on the Omni network and sixty million on the ERC twenty network, and they are. Uh, so Tether is likely to collapse when the market starts to collapse further. No, because they can just continue to print more tether to continue to offset the, the movement of the market. Yes, but the problem is is that people when the market crashes, people will be selling tether to get back into Bitcoin. And they'll burn them. They literally will just burn tether. Yes, but they will then be pulling that Bitcoin out of the market, so that exchange would have to be converting that tether into Bitcoin as well. That exchange would have to what? The exchanges hold the Bitcoin. I mean, hold the Tether, right? The you majority, hold. You hold Tether. Yes, but let's say the let's say Bitcoin goes to six thousand dollars, and you've a lot of people holding Tether that say, "Okay, I want to re-enter the Bitcoin market. I'm selling my Tether." And then somebody on the other end is picking up the Tether, not the exchange. But when Bitcoin crashes, people wouldn't be buying that Tether. No, that's when people would be buying the tether. No, I mean if if Bitcoin's in, if Bitcoin has hit a new bottom, maybe it's not six thousand, maybe it's not five thousand. At some point, people would stop. They would stop buying Bitcoin. They wouldn't stop buying tether. They would be getting their money out too. I mean, here's the problem: is that you can't go easily from Bitcoin over to fiat. Right? There's, yes. there's a limit. There's a limiter there. And so because of that limiter, then what we have to do is we have to go to Tether, which is a cryptocurrency equivalent of that. Okay? So uh, what I was saying about the, uh, the distribution of, 
uh, wealth in Tether, 0.2% owns over 90% of the tokens in the total supply. 0.2, so 100 of, of 200 addresses own 90% of the circulating supply while, or the token supply, not the circulating supply, uh, well, there's over 100,000 addresses. So there's 100,000 users of Tether. Yeah. And 200 of them are the whales. So what are those whales' motivations? What's their exit strategy? So, so again, that's kind of where you get into it, that some of these are the exchanges themselves in an effort to prop up Tether by themselves. So Binance, for example, has said they will back why would they take that risk? I mean, because they don't. They they're taking the risk for their their customers, because they've got enough. They're making enough profit that they're saying we are not going to lose our customers because of a product that we're selling. So they're going to FDIC insure. They're going to FDIC to their customers. To their customers. So, but the whales that aren't the markets. I mean, the creator of Crip, the, of Tether. What was their motivation? You mean Bitfinex guys? Is that who started it? The, it's the same board of directors as a lot of the same people as Bitfinex. But so that's it, the that's the thing. That's what the big claim is that uh, people have argued that it's fake money and that you have basically you, you have people manipulating the market with this with the exchange owning the cryptocurrency and so they can just do whatever they want. So the idea is that they drove that that Bitfinex and and these guys were the cause of the cryptocurrency market skyrocketing. Yeah. And then they did that because their friends on the other end in Wall Street were sitting there about to open up futures positions, shorts, at the very, very top. So now you have a way of executing the trade. And then on the bottom, it's even crazier because you, you drive it all the way to the bottom. You drive it below nine. I mean, here's the crazy part. The day. The day those contracts came through, Bitcoin dropped to nine grand. I mean, it was like it has to cross ten, under ten in order for them to get paid. It crossed under ten, pop right back up. But it crossed, so that's all that had to happen. Yeah. Um. So that's and that's why people are like, okay, there's no way. Everybody looked at you know all the transactions and everything, and I mean, that's the thing is like now there's entities, there's companies now that are saying, they're going to the U.S. government, they're going to the FBI, and they're saying. Any transaction can be tracked. Just give give us the transaction ID. We can chain anybody to anything. I mean, it's like now forensically you can go back to the chain, and if, and if it was in Bitcoin, it is not anonymous. Now, unless you bought it anonymously. <laughs> well, which was hard to do. I mean, it really was. It wasn't. It wasn't easy to do that. Well, unless you did you ever you, do that? You I mix never did that. it. I, I bought it. What did no, you? I didn't. No, I didn't. I'm just kidding. Why would you need to buy Bitcoin anonymously? Because you don't want to know. You don't want people to know that you're dealing in crypto. What? Why do people have? To, why do people have to know your business? You don't. I mean, you don't want to broadcast it. I think. Yeah, aren't, aren't we broadcasting this right now on yeah, YouTube? Yeah, but I mean, live? I'm talking about. I'm talking about like back in 2012. And every single person I've ever known that was like into Bitcoin, let you know. I mean, it's kind it's of like, like rule. It's hey, uh, did you know I do CrossFit, bro? No, no, no. It's uh, Fight Club rule number one. That you're going to talk about Fight Club at all times? At all times. Lord have mercy. It, I couldn't get away from it with you two. I mean, I, I remember riding in the back of a car one day going like, I, I mean, I think I could jump out of this car at 65 miles per hour right now. Mm -hmm. It would totally work. And then, boom. 
Someone owed me a hundred bucks. Gave me a hundred dollars worth of Bitcoin. Five hundred bucks, sir. Huh? It was a hundred dollars when we made the bet. It was five hundred dollars when I had it paid. No, no, no. It went. It had dipped from like three fifty down to a hundred bucks, and you pay, I made you pay me that day, which is why you got so mad. No, but, no, 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 no. Yes. It, it had gone up. It had gone up. No, to like, I remember bucks. this so specifically because, like, I. Why would I be mad that it went down? That would be because. You had to give you me had a to whole, give Bitcoin. whole Bitcoin. It was at the bet was t- pegged to the price of Bitcoin. I waited until Bitcoin Now I had to give you more. You made you pay me. I got one point zero one Bitcoin. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and you see, there you go, folks. Don't make bets. You would have lost it's it. The most mad you've ever been at me. <laughs> I, I was like, look, it's been thirty days since you owed me this hundred dollars. <laughs> You're paying up today, <laughs> and um, I paid up. Damn and that's when you realized that I might have been paying attention to Bitcoin prices. Oh <laughs> uh, well. So, anyways, we're talking about tether. Uh, that's you know uh, a sliver of the fraud compared to where you were living in South Korea. Man, that's the that's home of the the money laundering. Fraud. They had it so bad. They had to just say, "Listen, we're done." You uh, says says the man from Venezuela. No, right. no, no. I mean, that's the like point. That's where I was going. Is like, well, yeah. Well, I believe there's other countries. Maybe, maybe a Russia. Maybe. No, 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 no. I mean, South South Korea even had a name for it. There was a there was an actual name between the exchange difference between uh, the South Korean exchanges and the Japanese exchanges was and the rest the of the European. Huh? What was it called? The pump or something? Ah, I can't even. I, I'd have to look it up. I'd have to look it up. But there's an actual name, a term for that exchange because it was so ridiculous. And it it was only until the big drop that we finally saw it like flip where it was cheaper to buy in Korea for a little bit than it was the rest of the world. But typically it's been Koreans have paid a premium and now they're paying even more of a premium because the government has outlawed all anonymous transactions. I think it should. I don't know why anyone should need to be anonymous. It will be the same way. And that'll be the value of Monero. I mean, I, I think that this would uh, handle a lot of different things in our society. The internet should not be anonymous. I, I, we should have to pay for the stupid stuff that we did. Like, How about you should have to pay a premium to post anonymously? Why, why do you need to be... So I think there could be different circles. I think there can be an anonymous you circle need anonymous. and you, a... You need anonymity. So. Non-anonymous circle. This man. But I think like main platforms like Twitter or Facebook, I think those, yes, I, I don't think they should be anonymous. But I think if you want to go onto a website and just yell into an empty void, you should be able to do that as well. Somebody's watching. Hey, watcher. What's up? <laughs> uh, so they'll chat in, I guess, if they're hearing anything funny. Um, I mean, I get, look, dirty bitches want to be anonymous. You can be anonymous, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I think that... I mean, I do believe in, in freedom of all kinds. I just, um, man, I don't understand but why it's, people have... Well, no, if, if you should be able to choose of... Okay, I don't. I don't want to talk to people who are anonymous. I don't want to interact with people yeah, that are anonymous. No, uh... But then you would go to something that a mainstream function that is. But it's going to be impossible to like get a, rid of anonymity. Like yes, 
but it's not like the, like a glory hole. Oh, really? You but just went the, there. Wow. You just, you just want the business. You don't <laughs> want the, the human to human interaction. But there's no glory hole dating site. I mean, the main dating sites are not. Okay. Don't have that kind of anonymity. So I now know what I'm going to be naming this this episode. Not. <laughs> um, I am throwing up here some charts just so that we are doing a little bit more than just sitting on the screen with my donation QR code on it. Uh, so Bitcoin's been on a little bit of a down run there. Uh, uh, for you, uh, real quick, I want to address your comment about Cardano. Cardano is coming into a really nice pinch on a bear flag. We might be at a hell of a breakout here. I think when they make their next announcement, we're going to see a run. I think we're going to see a run up to about a dollar fifty. Seventy cents and a dollar fifty. It hit what a dollar twenty-five before. Well, it came out when it came out on Binance. It, it had its highest day, so it still hasn't revisited that high, and I think that's where yeah. we're going. Um, but uh, but no, back to the uh, the topic of, of scams and Venezuela. So yeah, I mean, if Korea is a bad scam, I mean that's still nothing in comparison to what's going on over there. I mean, um, I think that that there's people actually pumping the petro. They're actually saying. Oh yeah, this thing's really good. It's awesome that there's a government that's actually backing uh, their their assets with crypto, and this is all great. And it, and I'm just thinking to myself, like, what is people wrong with these people? are starving to death. Yeah, like, what is wrong with these people? How can how can somebody be uh, so uneducated about uh, um, basically investing in something without looking into it. I mean, like you look into PDVSA, the, the company that's going to be backing this supposed cryptocurrency, it's defaulted in almost every single thing it's touched. But 99% of people that are putting money, or 95% of people that are putting money into crypto don't know what they're buying. There's things that have taken me a year to completely understand or grasp, and there's some things that I will never understand. And mind you, there's people out there that knew what BitConnect was, me included, and I still put money into that thing. So I get it. Do you still own any BitConnect coin? Well, I read an article today no talking about Ponzi, Ponzi coin. Like it was, it was like, hey, we're Ponzi. <laughs> yeah. And uh, they raised like eighty five thousand dollars or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. I mean. You know, I don't know that's not a lot, but still. It's, well, but, yeah, but you're getting it at the beginning. But it's different. <laughs> but, but it's different. Like, so what are you saying? But you're getting at the beginning of oppression, so it's not that bad. Yeah. Come on. I mean, like, it's obvious what this this government is going to go turn around and do with this money. It's not going to turn around and help its people. This money isn't going to help anybody except for those in power. The sad part is, is that we're, yeah, go it, we're going into a, a situation right now where they're about to try to change the Constitution. They'd, and and what was it yesterday or the day before? He came out and said all government-run industries have to start using the petro as a currency. So not only did he he go from the Bolivar to the Bolivar Fuerte to now the petro, but now he's coming out with the petro gold. And um, I said we yeah. start Pedro Cash. Oh my God, we should. Um, well. Petro Cash, at the end of the day, is is something that I think is going to be um, like Litecoin Cash. I mean, that's happening. That's cash movement is, is happening. Forks are forks are a big deal. 
Um, Bitcoin Cash is having a yeah. fork. There's Bitcoin Cash. What? Cotton candy or something? Oh, that's awesome. Man. Oh, it's, that was that was a nice surprise it, when uh, Coinbase finally released my Bitcoin Cash. Thanks a lot, guys. You're so magnanimous. Uh, you know, it you only have took like four to six months. Have you seen the chart of how many Bitcoins you have now? What? Oh yeah, if you were like you have been holding Bitcoin long enough that you should have like fifteen different types of Bitcoin. Bitcoin gold, Bitcoin diamond, Bitcoin Bitcoin security. I just have to open an account and. Yeah, you have to go to their exchanges. They're all worth. So here's the thing: what you have to do, and you make sure you do this, is you have to go to like blockchain.info, and and put your bitcoins into a new address, because you're gonna have to burn your security key in order to get your new coins. So you got to go out of your current wallet to a new wallet, then. Out again into the exchange that's going to give you those new bitcoins. Your best bet is to do nothing. Your best bet is to do nothing. I just, uh, 90 seconds ago, (laughs) I decided to do nothing. I failed. I jumped out of the car 90 seconds ago. (laughs) Complete glazed over. Did you say security key? (laughs) I can't even remember my password to get into my email on a day to day basis. That's going to be a big thing in this market. It's going to be simplifying this. It's really tough. But the big thing is utility. Is is Bitcoin was starting to get transaction of being used as a currency. Of buying things online. Started out nefarious things. Gambling. um, Transfer of value. Yes, but being able to purchase things online. The transaction fees and all that has, has hurt that. And especially hurt the image the brand's been hurt by uh, Bitcoin Cash and, and other arguments within the community. And it's kind of, that's what's propelled all these altcoins because everybody's betting on who the new one's going to be or what's the, the one thing that's going to save anything, everything. And that's what's interesting to me about Cardano is it doesn't view itself as the one and only. It's kind of the unifier. No, in that sense, it is the one and only. It is the unifier. Yes, but it's not leaving all the, the others behind. Currency. Uh, no. So what it's trying to do is it's going to bridge all cryptos. So it's going to be the transactional <laughs> the crypto layer. Crypto to rule them all. The crypto to rule them all. Exactly. And dude, uh, Charles has come out gangster. He's he's come out and been like, you know, it's open source. I'm not stealing anything. Who's? <laughs> Charles Hoskinson, he's the one of the leads in the Cardano project. He's one of the founders. All right. Yeah. Um, so I thought the Venezuela thing was especially clownish. Uh, I don't really understand all of this, but they, their oil-based coin was supposed to be based off the Ethereum network, and then it turns out, no, it was based off some other kind of... No, they changed it the day of release. Yeah. Well, I'm sure they didn't change it the day of release. He just they announced did. it the day of release. No, they changed it the day of release. To what network like is a lot of Meme? Yeah, that's right. But then maybe even... NEM? The one that got hacked for $500 million? Right, the same day. The same, like, uh, yeah. like days like yeah. days within each within the largest hack in... in <laughs> I think it was uh, Japan, right? Maybe it was South Korea. South Korea, South Korea, yeah. it is. Um, but I thought that was, it was just like, your people are starving, like it's a horrible place by all accounts, and not just what you read online, but like also our host here, 
has family that still lives there, and they uh, they don't think it's too awesome. No, it's sad, man. Luckily, I mean, that's they, why that's what pisses me off when somebody comes safe, out. But um, you know, th- things are really bad, and and your leadership is just just completely clowning. I mean, I guess we know a little bit how they feel, but I don't know. Well, um, leadership is, is is a lost art, man. We where are we going to find our leaders going forward? Kids of the future. Kids of the future. They're, Millennials. They're talking about Bitcoin in high schools. Yeah. So now we got uh, Turkey and I think Iran are coming out with their the own cryptocurrencies. Are like in their mid twenties. They're they're following they're following Venezuela's lead and they're going to come out with their own cryptos. Well, actually, well, we are we are half millennial. Uh-uh. Speak for yourself. Bud. Yeah, speak for yourself, bud. We are I'm no no. We're a bridge between. Because we had uh, analog, 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 analog childhoods, but digital adulthoods. Mm, I didn't know what. I mean, I thought the definition of millennials was something else. But, yeah. Well, it's based on a time. Like I, mean, I think it's nineteen. Uh, what is it for millennials? Eighty-nine or something. Yeah, I'm seventies baby. Yeah, I'm sick. I'm I'm 80, so I'm I'm right at that um, Gen X line. Maybe this guy's an old deal. I was yeah. born two months before 1980. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, old, uh, old man, dude. So I have young guys that uh, work in my office with me uh, that are 22, 23 years old, and one of them apparently lives. Oh, in a neighborhood that has a lot of people his age that are living at, in like uh, garage apartments or like you know shacking up like a couple different people in one house you know like everyone used to do in their mid-twenties right live with your friends and try to <clears throat> eke out a existence well their neighborhoods have been having crazy power outages and they're convinced it's because of all the Bitcoin mining that people are doing in their garages. That's yeah. hilarious. And I'm like, man, how are how are they getting enough com- like internet connection to like then run enough miners that is stealing that much electricity to like start putting an entire block out? But he's like, well, I know the guy across the street's doing it, and then I got a guy in the garage right next door that's doing it, and there's another one down here. And I mean, he's like, yeah, we all talked about it, you know, and um, I mean, so he's like, there's probably 12 people on my street that are mining Bitcoin. Yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Quick. Uh, trust me. It was, me. It was so funny, though, man. Like, what was our thing when we were in our early 20s? Like, uh, rugby? Well, well, yeah, but I mean, something that would that was unique. Like, we were first getting cell phones, right? I, at 13, first. I had my first pager. Yeah, I skipped the pager. I had a pager. Yeah. Having to memorize. I didn't have the two-way pager, damn it. That was a lot of 911s. Yeah, I, uh... Right. (laughs) That's just crazy, the idea of just picking up a random phone. Like, a phone is just ringing in a house. phone numbers memorized, man. Yeah. Yeah, that doesn't happen anymore. Kids don't. You you can't ask a kid what... what You would answer someone else's friend... The Malone residence. I used to drive around in my car, and when I had to talk to my friends, I'd have to stop at a gas station, hit a payphone, and you're, I still, to this day, you're, you have the same phone number from then. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, yeah. you know. I remember his number. 
It's one of the few ones. Same one. I've had yeah. the same one for a long time now, but it was I Not got it after um, having to have the number memorized. You yeah. know, so like I don't even I don't even know my own number right now. No, yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> so I I don't know. I find it interesting. I try to you, you tell that to my ten year old, and he's like, "So what does Grayson think about all this stuff?" Well, he'll talk to you about the the singularity, how we're or how we're all in a simulation. He'll talk to you about Bitcoin. Um, they'll tell you that fracking is bad and that Trump is ridiculous. The, dude, I think the kids in elementary school strongly dislike Trump. Now, there's bastions of, of, of all different types everywhere you go, right? There's, I mean, there's, there's kids that are standing up for gun rights right now. You know, <laughs> you'll find... But nobody, nobody for Trump. And, but uh, at least at Grayson's school, like, they're very anti-Trump on the playground. Hmm. Yeah, no, and anti-fracking as well. You know, dude, dude, I, I, can we get? A, can I get your kid to roll up to the playground with a microphone and be like, it's it's like playground we, Bitcoin time? I, I think dude, <laughs> kids easier. are kind of yeah. We could we could do it at a uh, at one of our baseball practices. I've got so I, I coach a baseball team that's fifth and sixth graders, um, and they last year. They were asking me about Bitcoin. They were talking about it, and then I said, "Hey, I've got some Bitcoin." And they, "Oh, really? That's so cool!" Like, so, uh, so, so are the, yeah, are the kids who are trying to change the the gun control laws, like though the same kids that we were trying to keep doing from the the Tide Pod challenge. Yeah, that's true. I mean, there's all different types, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking about. What, did you say it's a volatile market? You know about the, the that may finally Tide Pod Challenge. I barely heard about Me Too. <laughs> really? Like, I mean, I I just don't. Do I'm so unplugged from from mainstream right now. Like, I just don't don't care to watch TV. Uh, it just well, like, Me Too did not happen on television. It, well, that's what covered it because it, I mean, I'm. I mean, way after the fact. I mean, I think like yeah. the Me Too movement was on Twitter and Facebook. Yeah, yeah, but and like it, the action happened, you know, like Snapchat. the coverage happened there. Yeah. Uh, Snapchat. I don't. Do you not look at the news at all? Yeah. Uh, I look at. I mean, I look at things like Elon Musk launching a rocket and landing two uh, bottom boosters. I dude, look at one that. of the coolest mm-hmm. things that's happened in my lifetime, right there. Of yeah. course. I put this up there with. Oh, yeah. It should be as important as going to the moon, whether you choose to believe that we went uh, to the moon dude. or not. I hey, called my dad while it happened, and he was like bothered that I told him that it was happening. I mean, Why would I be interested in this? I'm you like, know the funny. Okay. You know the funny part is you he launched finally... a car to the wrong place in the freaking solar system. Nobody's talking about the fact that is like, there a he, right place? Oh, well, like, he wanted to aim it in Mars. He was oh, yeah. aiming at Mars, and like the rockets didn't fire right. And that's like, eh, it's well, I didn't see that. But um, <laughs> I, what I think is the price versus the payload of that rocket. Now we can finally get something. I mean, we're talking about mining asteroids, people. Like, yeah, yeah, I mean, no, Wakanda awesome. forever. Like this, this could happen here on Earth. You get, you get the right asteroid, and you're coming back with some Wakanda, some vibranium, metal, some vibranium. I just know? think he's gonna go to Mars himself and just be like, I'm Satoshi, and then no, just so gets in a rocket and just no, shoots no, out. The craziest anyone part in our generation that jumps in a rocket to Mars is crazy. Because it's the next generation, maybe they have a chance. I don't know. Like, don't, no, 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 no. If you're if you're like sixty and you're going to Mars, you know what's happening. You, that's that's baller. You're not coming back. You're not coming back. You know what's going on. Yeah, I'd want to come back at this point. Like I've got. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, like if you're sixty, if you're sixty, like 
You know what's happening. Yeah. 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 Yeah, well, yeah. I, I don't know about being 20 and yeah, getting about rocket. No couples to go like, all right, yeah, let's go to Mars with your significant other. So there isn't there isn't there an actual <laughs> company that's going to really film? You think, the first you think divorce is a, you think divorce is expensive terrestrial? <laughs> there right. is, isn't it? Called, I think it's called Mars One. A what? Mars what One. The laws I think, of is a what? Murder. No, it's yeah. Mars One will be will establish the first human settlement on Mars. Yeah, I invite you to join us in this next giant leap to humankind. I think that was BS. No, that's real. Is it funded? No, yeah, they were actually. I mean, this is funded within a few years. They're going to launch it. Uh huh. Yeah, because they had one where they selected people and they were all kind of just like. This is it. I think it was. No, 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 dude. It's it's been ongoing for like eighteen. Okay, eighteen months. This was like. Two or three years ago, maybe. maybe. Dude, I, I gotta say, your dogs have been awesome. I haven't heard your dogs the whole know, podcast until right now. Squirrel, man. Um, but it was like sound like Boomhauer's. It was a squirrel, squirrel, man. Squirrel, man. <laughs> squirrel. Yeah, damn squirrels are the bane of their existence. Well, listen, uh, we've covered a bunch of stuff. We've talked about news. Y'all, y'all want to go through a quick news roundup or anything? Y'all interested in covering some news, or you uh, have anything specific that you want to pump? Talk about no. John, what uh, happened to Bitcoin Sandwich? Let me let me let me interview you guys a little bit. What happened to Bitcoin Sandwich? Tell me about that. I don't know, man. We got Yoko Ono by Wealth and Fame. Yep. Wealth and Fame did you in? Holy yeah. crap! Okay. It was, it was a burning star in the night sky. But <laughs> darkness conquers all. You know? It poetic. burned too bright. <laughs> Very poetic. Very poetic. So I got to tell you that. Uh, Lacey loves your intro. She was jealous. She was like, I want your intro. The one you did with Grayson. With Grayson. Man, so are we on SoundCloud or something? Yeah, yeah, you're on SoundCloud. I think I lost those audio files. No, dude, that's all there. That's all there. So I don't even sound. Matter of fact, if you go to our SoundCloud page, if you go to www.betterthanmoneypodcast.com. How many W's was that? www. That's That's three W's. Oh, yeah, Um, you're BetterThanMoneyPodcast.com. You can go there and you can follow us on Discord. I don't know you can what follow this us on Twitter. Like you can follow us on SoundCloud. And in SoundCloud, we follow your show. Yeah. It was fun, man. Thanks for having yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. Enjoyed yeah. It. No, thank I you guys. That was awesome. Uh, any tips that you get for me should be forwarded to, you know. Yeah, I'll YouTube. definitely send you to some To a Tron, Tron address. I will yeah. send you some Tron. We'll, we'll get on Binance and send you some Tron. Man, I, um, yeah. Maybe some Verge or something. I'm, I'm Verge? You yeah. like Verge? I mean, I got some Verge. I mean, uh, right, right now... It's uh, on the Verge, bro. I got, I got a squeaky wheel some Petro could heal. Uh-uh. <laughs> uh-uh. Yeah. Don't go there. Um, I meant to tell you, buddy, uh, I've invested in some Venezuelan oil. Really? Maybe. No. Maybe. Probably not. Well, with that, I am going to say thank you to everybody that was listening and to our one watcher. Um... We will see you guys next time. This has been Better Than Money. And now for the legal disclaimer. Anything you heard on this episode should not be considered investment advice. The views and opinions expressed in this show are our own and those of our contributors. So do your own research, work your technical analysis, set up your stops, and please, invest responsibly and only put in what you can afford to lose. Goodbye.